Welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast with Joshua Latimer, where we discuss business, life, family, faith, struggle, fire, pain, and ultimately winning. It's time to take massive action. Look, I, I can't work harder on your life or business than you do. It's ultimately all on you. You know, God created all the food the birds would ever need, but he doesn't put it in their nest. You've got to go get it. 10 out of 10 people die. So how about doing something today that actually matters while you still can? Hey, my friends, welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast. How the heck are you? I am joined by my buddy, Josh Cronin, better known as Jersey Josh. I've known him for a long time. I haven't connected with him in quite a while, but he's been part of the window cleaning resource kind of community and world for a long time, and I thought it'd be really cool just to, I don't know, have a casual conversation. We're going to talk about, I don't know, small business, stuff like that. He's He's been a small business owner. He had a company uh, in the Midwest that he actually sold almost four years ago, uh, and now he works uh, as a sales rep for Window Cleaning Resource. If you're not a window cleaner, it's okay. Everything we're going to talk about is still going to be super epic and warm and fuzzy for you, too. But Window Cleaning Resource is one of the best things that ever happened to me when I started my cleaning company. It was like the Wild West back in the day. But this was the first online forum to actually talk about business, not just you know squeegees and different pieces of equipment, but to talk about business. And I remember Josh on those forums years and years ago, is, and that was really just the genesis for a lot of people that had a lot of success in, in that industry. And he talks to thousands of business owners, has some unique insight. He also is a host of a podcast, which I'll let him explain. Uh, but hey, with all that being said, Josh, welcome. Hey, what's going on, man? I'm just uh, living the dream. It's like negative seven degrees, <laughs> and uh, it's well, really I'm, freaking cold. <laughs> I had to wear sleeves today, so that's how cold it is here. Oh, you poor thing, because you moved down <laughs> south now. Now you're a lightweight. I know, I know. Actually, your blood thins out so stinking quick, I am pretty wussy. So you, how do you spend your days these days? You do your podcast, you're talking to you know thousands of small business owners a year, uh, selling them equipment and making recommendations on different things like that. I'm kind of curious to get like some insight uh, from your side of the world. You're on the, more the technical side of the world, uh, not yeah. as much in the business, but tell us a little bit about what you're doing and what your story is. Yeah, so uh, basically I joke, but my hours are 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. <laughs> uh, in sales is kind of uh, all the time, but I have to like go grocery shopping and take a shower and stuff in the morning, so I have to say 10. But but that's what I do. Uh, right now uh, we do a lot of media stuff still. I do uh, Facebook Lives twice a week with Alex from Window Cleaning Resource on the uh, Window Cleaning Resource Facebook page. Uh, and then I do uh, a podcast uh, once a week basically focused only on the business side of window cleaning. So I'll never really tell anybody how to use a squeegee or anything weird like that, but kind of business side of things. Um, but that's really how I spend my my time now is that dedicated. That Facebook group that WCR has, there's like 12,000 people in that thing now. That is yeah, insane. Yeah. yeah, I believe without, you know, just pulling this uh, claim out of my uh, rear end here, but I'm pretty sure that is the largest window cleaning Facebook page in the world right now. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. And the same thing with the forum. I was, I was like no, member 1000. I was around a thousand <laughs> or 1100 uh, person to register on the window cleaning resource. I think all of that, by the way, for people listening, if you want to check out the forums and stuff, it's windowcleaner.com mm -hmm. where you can find that. But 
uh, it was so awesome being exposed uh, to the business side of the world. And really, Chris Lambernini's really changed this industry and was really early on and getting away from just technical talk and yeah. starting to have conversations around the business. He had a multi-million dollar cleaning business, which to me at the time was like insanity, insanity. <laughs> I'm living in my trailer trying to make $500 a week. And then I see these guys doing this crazy stuff. Uh, tell us about how you got introduced to it in, in your early days of your business. Yeah, so it was actually kind of weird, I guess. But since I started working here, obviously, I you know have access to all the accounts and everything. We were talking one day, and I said, I wonder what number I was. Like, when did I register? Uh, I was number six. What? <laughs> I was the sixth person to register. And uh, the five people in front of me were all uh, staffers with them. So I was technically the first person to register on their no forums. No way. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've kind of been with that forever. But it, it was a funny story for that one was we were actually at one of the uh, trade shows and I knew nobody. I was still new in the business and it was my first one. And I, I spent three weeks convincing my wife to let me spend a couple hundred dollars to get out to uh, Atlanta is where it was. And uh, I just happened to mention to those guys and like, oh, yeah, come hang out with us. So I hung out with Chris and Alex back in the day, back when they were uh, a little bit more rowdy, and uh, uh, we hung out, you know, every day. I just kind of tagged along, and I was like the little puppy who just like soaked it all in. And from there, it just that's kind of where our friendship was. And I've been on and off sales now with them for quite a while, and been uh, full time sales now for uh, basically three years. Now I don't know. I haven't been on the forums in a long time, but isn't there like? 40 or 50,000 accounts on that forum now or something like oh, that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a ton. The Facebook group, the as you know in window cleaning in general, it's just it's it's such a small kind of niche in the industry itself, but um, there's not as many people who are technically advanced. There's a lot of guys who are just running companies who just have never looked anything up online, have never joined a Facebook group and they just kind of do their own thing just like in any business. So there's only really I think it might be up closer to 14, maybe 1,000 now in the uh, Facebook group. But but the uh, forum is where more people kind of get in there because they can register for that, register for the store and all that. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about the difference between the technical perfectionists, the artisans, the one-man warriors, and people who now, it seems in larger numbers than ever, uh, are trying to build real companies because window cleaning, <laughs> it's one of those things where I, when I first started my company, I was almost like embarrassed, like, oh, I'm a window cleaner. Like, isn't that yeah. what people do at the intersection in a city? Like they come out and squirt your window and then demand three bucks yeah. or something. Uh, but, you know, little did I realize you can build a huge automated multimillion dollar business doing window, doing anything. But, you yeah. know, but there's this great divide among these little technicians and then more and more people are starting to listen to podcasts like mine and like yours and 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 put systems in place understanding pricing and perceived value and how to sell packages how to be a leader and how to be a ceo and understand your numbers and how to build systems and how to scale but that conversation really wasn't happening even four or five years ago anywhere near like it is now i call it the education revolution what have you seen over the last few years yeah Yeah, that that's really you hit it on the head there. I just to give that a quick uh, uh, shameless plug, but on WCR Nation, the the podcast that I do, that's the big thing that I focus on is like you can't do anything wrong because it's your business, right? So if you're a one man show or you got ten, twenty, fifty guys working for you uh, or girls, uh, you can't do it wrong. It's you're you're right no matter how you do it and where you want to go. But 
the big focus now is on the guys who want to take this to the next level. And the cool thing about window cleaning uh, is that we are glorified janitors in everybody's eyes, right? We're paid to clean bird poop off windows. That's that's kind of what we do. <laughs> but we make a really huge amount of money per hour. And the, the, the interesting thing with the industry is, is that we kind of fly under the radar. Uh, we had people before, um, I always kind of tell this story, but I was training a new guy. So we had our full crew plus the training guy plus me. So there was four guys on this job. It was a house and this lady is just yelling at her daughter. Just, you must have been skipping school or something. I don't know what she's doing. Well, we're cleaning windows. So all the windows are cracked open as we're cleaning them. And she's yelling and she goes, you keep messing up in school and you're going to end up like these guys cleaning windows. And we're standing right there listening to it, you know? <laughs> yeah. So we get back and one of the guys had a real big problem with it. Uh, he was actually with me for about six years in total. So, I mean, he, you know, got over this real quick, but he had a real big problem with it. Kind of saying like, degrading almost like man you know that really hit that really hit home and we figured it out and the crew that was there that day and the job that it was we ended up making 93 dollars an hour uh per man hour so you know when we were talking to the guy I said listen it, it, if if she messes up in school you're telling me she can make 90 dollars an hour that's pretty darn good like we fly <laughs> under the radar people don't really realize you know until they break it down how much they they pay us to do what we do so it, it's kind of a cool profession everybody knows lawyers and doctors make a lot of money and that's kind of always on their sleeve but for us we run under the radar yeah 100 percent, man it's it's fascinating and it, it's kind of good that it goes under the radar, you know, but there's also some challenges because the barrier to entry to window cleaning is like non-existent. If you look at like carpet cleaning or HVAC or another type of home service company where you got to be licensed, let's say for pest control even, or there's some sort of licensing process or a big capital investment to get started to do it right, like carpet cleaning where a truck mount might cost $40,000. It seems like those industries have less fly-by-night hacks and, mm -hmm. and window cleaning, uh, has lots of them, right? Because you can go to Home yeah. Depot for like thirty-seven fifty, and technically <laughs> be able to to do stuff. And uh, yeah. I don't know. I hear a lot of guys complain and make excuses that it's hard to make money with window cleaning because there's all these hacks, all these newbies, yeah. right? What are, what are your yeah. thoughts on that? That's it's absolutely true. The, the lower the cost of you know, initial investment, the more you can get basically anybody. And there's always going to be a your competition can be some guy who, you know, is working for beer money. You can't have that in, you know, uh, carpet cleaning or, you know, some of the larger industries where the, the cost, the initial cost, uh, somebody who's just doing it for beer money doesn't have $60,000 to set up uh, their first truck, you know. So there is that to kind of compete with. But there's another kind of theory, and it's if I'm going to sell you something, and I'm going to uh, sell it to you. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I'm going to sell it to you for either $1, $100, or $1,000. Which would you use? And everybody would always say a dollar because that's the less amount you can lose, right? That's when you focus on money. But when I tell you it's a brand new Ferrari, all of a sudden everybody's going to buy two at a thousand. You know, so up until the point where you tell somebody and explain to them why you are, how much you are then you're only competing on dollars. And in our industry, it's pretty tough because there's always going to be somebody out there who does it for less, always. Yeah, but you know what the ironic thing is? is that the little guys who are kind of fighting for scraps and, and barely making it don't understand is that a lot of customers 
are scared to hire the low fly by night, low underbid, half the price of the other guy. Uh, they're they're yeah. scared to do it. You know, I another example I tell in this podcast a lot is uh, towards the end of my company before we sold it, <clears throat> we were regularly two, sometimes three times more expensive than some of these other little companies that were popping up in our market, and we'd still get the job almost every single time. And it has to do with our process, the systems, the way that we answered the phone, the, the perceived value, the literature, the truck wrap, the way that the, the mm-hmm. sales guy had the iPad and the, the way that we explained everything through the sales presentation, the way that we followed up, all that stuff. And uh, so what, what happens is we go do 10 bids against a little guy. We get, you know, seven of them and he gets three of them. Uh, but what's happening is he thinks he's failing because his price is still too high. He doesn't know that we're way higher. He just knows he's losing the job. So <laughs> the really yeah. sad part is is the way he thinks he needs to fix it is by lowering, lowering his price even more. Mm-hmm. And he's just punching himself in the face, which is why he should be so thankful to find free resources like the window cleaning, uh, windowcleaner.com forums and you know WCR Nation, like your podcast, because the information's out there. And I think that's why... I don't know if this happens for you on your podcast, but when people first are exposed to this type of thinking, they completely freak out. They're like, yeah. oh, my God, what? Holy crap. And they binge <laughs> and they listen to 200 episodes and they watch every single video and they join all this stuff. And they're like completely freaking out because it's like this epiphany that they didn't know that they could have. Yeah. Yeah. Then it, you're, if you're not racing to the bottom, when you're if you're trying to be lower and lower and lower than the next guy, that's all they're doing. Those guys race to the bottom. But when you get the knowledge to understand that you can charge more and you can charge a, a healthy amount that will pay your bills, you'll make a profit and be kind of where you're supposed to be, that actually helps the industry. Because now you, if you have an industry or your city, all the guys are pretty close to where they should be and nobody's racing to the bottom, then you don't have to compete and try to explain why this other guy is charging you $1 when you're charging you know, $40. Like it's, 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 it helps the industry. Yeah, it's good for the industry. That's why I'd always reach out to competitors, try to buy them lunch. They almost always said no and told me to take a hike and were mean and rude. And I never understood why. I'm like, why can't we be friends? There's so much opportunity. Like, there's so much work to do. I don't understand this small thinking, silly, broke mindset. What do you think? The the chase and the competition thing will kill you. But here's the here's the fun thing. If you've well, you've been to them, but events will just throw out uh, the huge convention. There's a lot of really good ones, but the huge convention, there's a thousand window cleaners and pressure washers that go to this thing. And it's like a dog park. Nobody there fights because everybody there is on neutral territory. When you're in your own city and you try to go up to somebody, they instantly think, well, this guy's trying to be my friend because you're going to steal, you know, like walk up to somebody on the street cleaning windows and they will literally like shun you with their back and try to cover up so that you can't steal their work. And it's, <laughs> it's this whole thing. With, it's when, so embarrassing. It, it's so dumb. I feel embarrassed for people like that. I'm embarrassed <laughs> to be associated with an industry where there are people like that. It's right, so right. low level. It's dumb. It's so stupid. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Sorry, I got a little frustrated there. Let's <laughs> let's just talk about the the negativity. I mean, there's a low barrier to entry. So anybody who's down and uh, down and out or down and out on their luck or they had a boss that they say was mean, they they mm-hmm. start cleaning windows. But there's like this over and this isn't just window cleaning, but there's the, the construction trades in general, kind of like labor trades like there's been this like cloud of negativity. There's a lot of pessimism or, or someone will ask a yeah. question in a Facebook group and everybody's like blah 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 and they're mean to everybody. Why do you think that is? And well, is it getting better? Is it getting worse? What do you think? Well, I think 
in general, and this is going to make me sound old, but there's the concept of the millennial kind of thinking. And that is everybody should tell me all the answers. And the problem is in a lot of these groups is, like you said, the answers are there. Your podcast exists. Like how much information, if you listen to every single episode, would you get? You would know so much information. But instead of doing that, they go, oh, man, that, that'll take me a long time. What I'm going to do is jump into a group and I'm just going to ask, hey, guys, tell me everything I need to know. And then that's when people get mad because they're like, come on, there's a search bar in every single forum, every single group, every single piece of research. What books have you read? What you know, manuals have you downloaded? What podcasts are you listening to? Like, well, well, none yet. I just want you to tell me what cool. I mean, you get it all the time. That's a really that's- interesting point of point. Really, I hadn't thought of that, but. I mean, because I was I was thinking more about how people are so rude and they jump all over the new guy. But you're right. It there's a lot of people that just want to take. They're takers, mm-hmm. right? Uh, one it's of the insulted, we, really. Like yeah, if, if you if you've built a business for you know how long were you in business? Ten years or something? Yeah. Like you took ten years building this business, learning everything you could, and spending every waking hour learning your craft for somebody else to come in and go, hey. You spent 10 years of your life. Tell me everything I need to know. Like it's it's almost <laughs> insultive. You know, they don't mean to be, but but that's how that comes off is no, you do some research too, man. I'm I'm more than happy to help you out. And that's why we do kind of what we do, but uh help yourself out too, you know. Yeah, one of the reasons I started uh making paid courses um was because of that. I would go on the forums and I would spend really stupid amounts of hours just giving free help or advice or telling people, no, 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 you don't understand. You do it like this. Don't do it like that. Or here's what I learned. And I would put it out there, put it out there. And then as I started helping, I'd start getting overwhelmed with messages and email. People mm-hmm. would call my office all the time, like literally all the time. They'd track down my company. And I started to realize that no one was really applying the advice they're hearing anyway. It's almost like this yeah. hobby to just chit chat about business instead of actually go do stuff. But mm-hmm. when you put a paywall in front of it, that changes things, right? You, know, you ever heard the phrase, people that don't pay, don't pay attention. I found that yeah. to be a hundred percent true. And uh, I think that's why our courses have done so well. Yes. Yeah, if something is $0 and, and I'm, listen, we, we both do podcasts that are free. So this is not a wholeheartedly kind of thing across the board, but if somebody gets free information, it costs them zero dollars. It's worth zero. But if somebody pays for something, that's why you, when you, even when you see something in a deal, you know, buy a cell phone, get one for a dollar, you're still buying that second one. You're going to be kind of more receptive to because you paid something for it to to conceive value. It's the difference between having a coupon that's 10% off as compared to a coupon that's $20 off. The $20 has value. The percentage is not a value. Hmm, interesting. So what are some some quick tips you would give maybe uh, someone newer in the industry who is super freaked out, living in fear? Uh, what should they do? How do you be successful? The people that you've worked with that have had success, maybe what are some of the characteristics of people that quote unquote make it and build a real yeah. business? It uh, sounds super cliche, but learn. Like, you're listening to this podcast right now because you want to learn. Step one, like you you did it. You are above anybody else who is not sitting listening to a podcast right now. You know, reading books on sales. Uh, you're not in sales. I clean windows. That's not what I do. Yes, but you're selling yourself. You're selling your company. You're selling the idea of why somebody would hire you. 
you know, that is beneficial. This is this is your college. If this is what you're going to do, no matter what industry you're in, but this is what you're going to do, then this is your college is to find out what you can do to better yourself and always kind of be advancing. The people who learn things and read, those are always the people who are more successful in business. That's good advice, brother. How can people uh, connect with you and listen to your stuff and uh, where should they go? Um, if you want to connect, uh, via email, my email is jersey at windowcleaner.com. Uh, if you want to check out WCR Nation, uh, podcast, anywhere podcasts are available, just search WCR Nation. Um, it's also on YouTube too, if you want to watch the video, but other than that, if you want supplies or have any other general questions and want to text or call, it's 862-312-2026. That's my direct number. So. Awesome, and I can't endorse and support uh, WCR, window cleaning resource, windowcleaner.com. All of that stuff has been invaluable for my business journey. This is the source of where I learned so much of what I learned in the early days, connected with a lot of high achievers that have been on this podcast since. It all started back then, so huge fist bump shout out to Chris Lambernini's and Alex, his brother, uh, for, for <laughs> having the vision to put that together. They did it a long yeah. time ago, and holy cow, what good timing. They have one of the largest uh, supply s- stores in the country. They have every single tool and product and anything you could ever want. Plus, they have incredible support staff like uh, Jersey uh, that can answer all of your questions, point you in the right direction, and, and the, they'll do right by us. So appreciate your time. If you have any closing uh, thoughts, words of encouragement, let, let, let it rip. Yeah, man. Just go out there, learn everything you can, nerd out, watch every video and podcast, and just go out there and be epic. Be epic, everybody. Take care. God bless. Hey, thanks for hanging out, friends. And from all of us here at the Quick Talk Podcast team, we hope you love today's show. We hope that you were inspired to become a doer and not just a listener. Apply what you've heard today in your own business and watch things change for the better. Lastly, remember that all the money in the world can't save your soul. Seek first the kingdom of God, my friends. We'll see you next time. For more information about the Quick Talk Podcast or Joshua's other businesses, visit our website, quicktalkpodcast.com. Have a blessed day.